This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roots and Wings podcast. We are, I think, isn't it our birthday week? Today is, the, not today. Yes, it's our birthday week. Happy birthday. It's our birthday week. Happy birthday. Woohoo. So the the Roots and Wings podcast is one year old this week. So That means that there are 52 episodes <laughs> up on our website that you can go listen to anytime you want. In fact, this morning I was just scrolling through looking at those and just remembering all the episodes and all the topics. And I thought, oh, that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> you know, so, I know. I know. So, it's kind of fun to be getting to that place where like we can consider like replaying po- the most popular episodes or you know you know yeah. what I'm saying like the archive place. So we That's can kind go, of a fun we can place go, to like get all to. the big all the big deal podcasts do this. We can go on vacation and then we could just like play like um encore episodes. <laughs> right? right? I know, but it's kind of it's kind of fun to be able to have enough um information to be able to think about that. So, yeah. that's cool. Well, we're well, happy, try- happy birthday Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, <laughs> Brett. Happy birthday, Roots and Wings Podcast. Happy birthday. Um, and just to assure our listeners, we're going to try to keep it fresh, though, in 2019. So don't worry, everybody. We're not going to we're not going to go stale on you. <laughs> mm. Oh, wait. So we're not going to go on vacation. <laughs> ah! No, it's OK. We're good. We're excited. It's been fun to create this with um, with you, Dad. And thank you, listeners, for for being a part of the journey with us. Yeah. But before we dive in, I think I want to make sure um, that you have a chance to share a little bit about what's going on with you and for all of the listeners in case they want to jump in on some things. But tell us, uh, tell us, Dad, what's happening for you this coming weekend and a couple weekends um, to come. Yeah, well, I got some, it's the traveling season is starting. So I've got some shows coming up. And so last weekend I was in... In fact, I just got home yesterday. I was in Nicholasville, Kentucky, um, at Church of the Savior, United Methodist Church there. And we did a Jamie and New Jamie's concert. It was just more fun than a kid should be allowed to have. And it was awesome. And then um, coming up here, February 15th, 16th, and 17th, I'll be in Virginia um, doing shows. And on the 15th, I'll be in Arlington, Virginia. On the 16th, I'll be in Palmyra, Virginia. And on the 17th, I'll be in Mosley, Virginia. Those are three separate dates, three separate shows, and three three separate venues. So if you want to get um, details about any of those shows, you can go to my website, shiprichter.com, and just click on the um, the tour page, the tour, it says touring or tours, and you can see all the all the info. Love to see friends and families at those shows. It's always fun to meet mm-hmm. people and cool. um, on the way. And I'm not the only one traveling this weekend. Where are you going and what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually headed to Texas, and I hope they say things like Texas. Um, Texas. Texas. Yeah, I hope they talk like that. I'll, I'll be kind of disappointed. <laughs> Just kidding. It's fine. I won't be. And I'll, I'll try not to talk like that. But I'm heading to Texas um, to speak at a church, a girls retreat for a weekend. So I'll be there Friday through Sunday um, and doing uh, a keynote speaker for a girls retreat. So that is a fun, exciting adventure. Awesome. So what, what are you, what's your... What's your what's your title? What's your topic? What are you talking on? Yeah, so the whole theme of the conference is 
this idea of what what would like life look like if we lived if we saw ourselves the way Jesus sees us and believed mm. it and not just believed it but lived into it how would that shape mm. who we are as women how would that change how we live life with one another um see ourselves and so it's exciting yeah. it has some i have i'm super pumped i got i um yeah i'm just excited equally excited just to hang out with the girls um that i'm gonna be meeting too so good yeah. what, and what ages are these girls um i'm pretty sure it's middle school and high school okay cool that's awesome well it's, it sounds like a good yeah. sounds like a good focus a good topic too you have to let us... Yeah, well, they picked it, so good for them. Oh, good. <laughs> we'll have to let us know how it goes. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. today's topic is one that um, I'm excited about. I think it's a good one. Um, it's we, we were talking about this idea of um, how God just uses so many different things to speak to us and to kind of get our attention. You know, I've, I'm sure you can think of many different situations or circumstances where you just realize, oh my, you know, God is trying to get my attention here, or God has just revealed something or surprised you, you know, with uh, with something. And I wanted to just bring this to our podcast today, just this idea that how God will use often um, children to reveal some truth or some insight or some revelation to hmm. us. And I think a lot of times we as adults sometimes don't um, expect, we don't expect it. And we're not looking for that. We kind of look at children as these little, um, you know, lumps of clay that need molded and really have nothing to offer until we pour something into them and shape them into our own image and, you know, brainwash them or whatever we do. You know, I mean, I, and, and granted, there is a need to parent and, and to, you know, model and, and do those things for our kids. But I think sometimes we need to be aware that God can use just a, even the smallest child, the youngest child, to accomplish his purposes. And um, hmm. so that's what I, that's kind of I've been thinking about that. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea. Is there a time where... Like, is there an example that you have from when um, Megan, Austin, or I were younger, mm-hmm. or maybe not even when we were younger, that you're like, that something we said or something we did mm-hmm. inspired something and you or taught you something? There are, there are many times. And, and I, you know, as I was thinking about this, because I knew that, I, you know, you were going to ask me a question. <laughs> there are many times. You did. I did. <laughs> there are many times that I think that I, I caught myself, you know, in some interaction with one of you and then in the midst of that interaction i would um, just sense or hear you know god's just kind of speak to my heart and say that's how i feel you know when i'm interacting with you kids with something like i can remember one situation i remember we were at was we were up at lakeside and we were doing a beach day and you kids were playing just in the sand and just you were young pretty young and I was just sitting there, and I was just watching you play, and you're laughing, and you guys are just having such a good time, and you're being super creative. You're doing something with those. Remember, he used to take those sandcastles, and you drizzle the sand with water and make these towers, you know. And 
Oh, you guys yeah. were making this yeah. humongous, epic sandcastle thing. And all three of you were working together. You were collaborating. You were giving each other ideas. You were going, oh, that's a good idea. And you were complimenting one another. And it was just like this moment where... Was that was that like, oh, rare occasion. Let me, <laughs> let me watch for a second. <laughs> no, you guys did that often. But I'm remembering this one time. And I'm sitting there in a beach chair watching you guys and just feeling like just enjoying so much just taking great pleasure in your joy and your creativity i loved your imaginations and your creativity i loved how you were sharing that with each other and getting excited about each other's ideas Hmm. and and for this common good you're working together and as i was just taking that all in and just just enjoying it just just the pleasure of that i just i heard the lord speak to my heart and he said that's how i feel when I watch, you know, my children, my kids come together and when they begin to use their gifts and they begin to bring their talents and, and I just thought, wow, that's awesome. You know, that's, it was that an encouragement, awesome. That's awesome. That is very it was awesome. an encouragement to my heart, you know, and just, a, and also a revelation, you know, that, that that's God's heart for us is to, for us to be walking fully in our gifts and, and and interacting with one another, encouraging and building each other up and creating, a, a, you know, something good, you know, something good that will make a difference. So and that's one that's one I thought of. But in a general sense, just as I became a father and, and you kids came along, all of a sudden, as you know, as I'm with you and you would, you know, when you're little and as you toddlers and walking through life, you know, all of a sudden I began to see the world through your eyes. And the world was amazing. And I'd forgotten how Mm. wondrous and amazing and mystical and magical the world is. Because Mm. I kind of got used to it. I got jaded. I got, you know, sophisticated. I got grown up. I got whatever. But you guys brought for me a lens that I could look through that I had forgotten and I began to see the world in a new way. And it just and it just mm. enriched me. It it caused me to, you know, really just to see things in a whole nother light. And so here we are now, twenty some years later. I mean Megan is my our oldest is thirty one. She's thirty one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I haven't I haven't hit the thirties yet. <laughs> Don't put me there yet, Dad. Not yet. <laughs> So 25 years later, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm also reminded of this. I've kind of forgotten it, but now we have Riley, our granddaughter and your niece. And now all of a sudden it's happening again. I'm beginning to see the world again through her eyes. And it's, it's just as wondrous. It's just as magical. It hasn't gotten old. (laughs) That's awesome. And isn't that, isn't that, isn't that interesting how the world, the magic and the wonder of the world around us doesn't change. We change. As we grow older and get, sadly, we get cynical, we get, you know, um, I don't know, we, we kind of fall asleep, you know, and we, we miss the wonder, you know, and I just feel like it's important for us to be kind of awoke. And I think sometimes our children and the kids in our lives, the children that are in your life, whether you're a parent or a grandparent, or not, if, if you have kids in your life, spend some time with them. Begin to look at the world around you through their eyes and see how that might make a difference for you 
and see if God might whisper something revelatory to your spirit that it would just you would just go, oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think it could happen. I, do, I know it happens for me, and I just want to share that with our listeners. But here's the thing, you know, when you're, par- when you're parenting young kids, you're up to your eyeballs in just life, you know, just trying to get a, a meal on, trying to get somebody to get a bath, trying to get somebody to go to sleep, trying to get somebody over a, uh, a sinus infection. I mean, there's all these things trying to change another diaper. I mean, there's just all this stuff, and none of it's wondrous or magical. It's all just kind of work, you know, and not a lot of fun sometimes. And it can be exhausting and frustrating and, um, you know, but there's wonder there. And I guess that's my, that's my encouragement today to, to the listeners and just to say, don't miss the wonder. Don't miss mm-hmm. the magic. And in fact, it's, it's important mm-hmm. to, to find it because I think something mm-hmm. good will happen in that. That's good. Well, like you said, well, well, I guess what you're talking about is how God can use kids to speak to you, to help you learn lessons and to, to teach you something. And I, I do think it's so cool when I think about, I think there's this, fre- like obviously there's this fresh perspective that kids have that we don't have because life has hit us in different ways. And I think life is beautiful in that way that it it shapes us and grows us, experiences change us. And so I pray that we're better because of them. But then I also think, life has this double-edged sword to it that we have experiences and sometimes our perspectives are shifted or changed or or clouded and then you have these kids who are just fresh right like they come in with this perspective that's fresh and rejuvenating they don't know anything else and I think something that I this is to be honest it's kind of funny to talk about this because I'm not around kids a lot like I used I, I always joke around with people I'm like if they're not above fifth grade I don't talk to them because <laughs> um because that's just not like that's not my my gifting as much I love mm-hmm. teenagers and young adults and it's funny Megan is like the opposite she loves like she was a preschool teacher and she loved the little kids but one thing that I think I'll never get tired of when I interact with kids especially at God Squad at Lakeside in the summertime or just in life is how they don't have these preconceived biases Mm. as much that we do like they just see the world through a way more open heart and open mind and they're just not they don't interact with one another in the same way that we do because all of this stuff has not been put on them yet and i know for me without having kids by just watching them that's always something that speaks to me and teaches me the way that they just reach out to one another despite Mm -hmm. the color of their skin or the color of their hair or the their quirky attitude or Mm -hmm. i mean it just amazes me how they can they don't walk through life in bias they walk through life with this fresh perspective and that's just one way for me personally that i've had a chance to learn and grow and be challenged by Mm -hmm. by kiddos it's good it's true you know life as we live our lives it shapes us. We get beat about a little bit and there's wounds, there's bruises, there's, there's hurts, you know, um, that, that, will, that will shape us. And so it's nice, I think, or good for us or healthy for us maybe to take a minute and, like I said, go back to where it all started. Go back to the wonder in the, of the whole thing. 
And and what we're really talking about is is innocence, I guess, right? Yeah. And when I we're guess. talking about you know come coming into life in a in an innocent way, you know what? I, it makes me think of this scripture. Um, do you remember this this story where Jesus is with his disciples and they come together? And these men who have been with him and who've been learning from him and he's been mentoring them. And they said, one day they came to him and they said, hey, Jesus, tell us, how can we be great in the kingdom? Tell us how to do it, you know? And I think it's interesting, Jesus's response to them. It says that he went, he, he got, he called a child mm, that's cool. and had a child come and stand before them. And he, he took this little girl and he stood this little girl in front of them. And he said, unless you become like this child... It'll be impossible for you to enter the kingdom of God. Hmm. And I just, I just think those, the disciples must have been surprised at the answer. They came to him. I, they came thinking that he was going to give them some, I think, some kind of course outline. You know, read these scriptures, do these prayers, um, fast. You know, go on this mission trip, give this amount of money. You know, do this thing. And they probably would have done anything that he said because they wanted to be quote unquote great. And his response was to get a child and say, here's how it is. And in this, this translation that I found, I'm going to read this because I, I love this translation. This is from the New English translation. It says, um, Jesus said, learn this well, unless you dramatically change the way of thinking and become teachable and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to become like this gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. I love that. I love that awesome. the way that's worded. Mm-hmm. The wide-eyed wonder of a child. And I think he's, he's talking about being teachable, being open-hearted, like you refer to it. Being open-hearted, open-minded, trusting, just, you know, and joyful. You know, just just pure joy that just isn't. It just happens. It just comes out. How how easy children laugh. I've, I experience it all the time in my shows. How it's so fun for me. My job is so fun. I I continually find myself surrounded by laughing, singing, dancing children. How fun is that? <laughs> it does sound fun. I've got the best job. I've got the best job in the world. Huh. And I and and I I love what I do and and I get something from that I know I do I'm continually seeing the world through the through their eyes and not only that I'm kind of always creatively looking for ways to bring more wonder and bring more um, you know laughter and joy to them to see what they'll do with it you know because they always surprise That's me awesome. they always surprise me when when I'm doing a show a lot of times I'll have interaction with with the audience and I'll and kids will say stuff, and it'll just almost stop me in my tracks, and I'll go, huh, I never thought about that. So I am, in my old age, being continually taught <laughs> and inspired and um, surprised by kids. Yeah. And God continues to whisper to my spirit and say, huh, that's what I, <laughs> that's how I, that's what I think, and that's how I feel. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, I think it's a good that's thing. That's great. Yeah, I think as as we talk about this, I imagine it kind of goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about um, saying sorry to your kids. But mm-hmm. in the same, I think it's the same posture of heart. It takes a humble heart to be 
teachable and coachable and it just takes a humble heart to know that hey I I can learn from my kids too and I I, I experienced that even what I doing what I'm doing I, I I oversee upperclassmen college students so 22 year old students but technically I'm overseeing them but I'm constantly amazed how much I'm learning from them and I recognize for me I have to intentionally humble my heart to learn something from them Mm -hmm. and I love the quote uh, from Bob Goff gave in one of his books he said you know our our neighbors are not people to be fixed but people to learn from and love Mm. and I I think that that approach has what's helped me to humble my heart Mm. to learn from people. Mm. You know, I know kids are different. I can imagine. I don't know, I guess. I don't have them. That you're not trying to actually fix them. You're trying to raise them and grow them. But that doesn't mean that you still can't learn from them. Exactly. I know I heard recently I heard um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about parenting and and. The Bible and kids and parenting it was it was an interesting podcast and the um, the person that was speaking was talking about how there's two approaches to parenting one is like a carpenter and the other is like a gardener the carpenter has a blueprint and a plan and will go about it you know A B C and just put all the things all the ducks in a row and kind of build these children okay that's one that's one scenario the other the gardener they look at the children like these little seeds that have come to them full of promise and hope. And their job isn't to necessarily build them into something, but simply that nurture them into who they are made and meant to be. And, and you don't really know the outcome. You know, there, there's, there's no plan. There's no blueprint. There's, there's no known ends other than just to, to make these, allow these children to, to thrive and to, and to grow into something amazing. And there's, there's no promises. There's no, you know, be uh, your expectations or whatever they are. And I love that uh, picture. I like the idea of those two things. And I know for me, I wanted, I don't know that I was always successful, but I wanted to be a gardener, not a carpenter. I wanted to allow you kids to um, be who, whoever you were going to be, you know. So I, I, you know. I love that. We could probably even unpack that idea in a a further episode. I think that's great. Yeah. I should, I'll go back and listen to that podcast and see if there's a resource that we can refer listeners to. Guys, I think it was a book. For him who has ears to hear, let him hear. For him who has eyes to see, let him see. All we have to do is have open hearts, open minds, open spirits, you know, and just let God do what God does and direct us in, in all those different ways. And our kids are going to be one of those ways, for that's sure. That's great. I feel like that, that was so poetic. It should have been in like a doxology of some kind. <laughs> like, that was so good. I think we just did a close on that. That was so awesome. But, yeah, I guess that's what we're, I mean, that's, I guess that's the biggest takeaway from today, too, to just to open our hearts and our minds, to humble ourselves, to, to see something new, to learn from the people around us. Re- remember the wonder that comes um, from fresh perspective and allow the, the those experiences and those little people that fill up your lives and your hearts to teach you something because because you said this before we clicked record but god uses a lot every so many things to teach us but he often i think he often teaches us and shows up for us the most with people because it's the things he cares the most about and that includes little ones 
Yeah, for sure. And our kids, for sure, are a huge part of that. So I hope it's, hope it's encouraging. Well, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us this week. We hope that you are having a great day wherever you are or, or good evening. And um, we look forward to joining you again next week with another action-packed fun episode of Roots and Wings podcast. <laughs> wow, that was know. good. Yes, everybody, we're, we're thankful for you guys. We hope you have a great rest of your um, day and your week, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>